Sports Tracks on SAFM with John Kerriger. With John, John, John Kerriger. Uh, that was Rodri- uh, a cover version of Rodriguez's Sugar Man. If you were around in the 80s, you wouldn't have heard that song on the radio because it was banned. Not for any political reason, but it's obviously got to do with drugs, and that was bad in the bad old days. But interestingly, black South Africans interpreted another way. They said, Sugar Man, won't you hurry because I'm tired of these scenes. For a blue coin, won't you bring back all those colors to my dreams? It wasn't a call for drugs. It was a call for freedom. So it remained banned. Pink Floyd also banned. Ray Peary banned. Bruce Springsteen was banned. Steve Van Sant was banned. YouTube, uh, Peter Gabriel, Bob Dylan, Run DMC even. Um, they got banned in South Africa. as of dark, dark days. All right, let's talk about uh, esports. Esports during lockdown has become a huge thing. There's a TV channels dedicated to now on, on regular TV. But I think that dwarfs in comparison to what's happening online. We're joined by somebody who's very prolific on Twitter. Anthrax ZA is, his, is what most people know him as. You, know, you and I know him as Barry. How are you, Barry? Hey, John. Good on you, man. Good chatting to you. It's been a while. It has been a while. It absolutely has. I remember coming in there and chatting to you on a few times about esports. We've grown since then. Yeah, I think, I, I think I've beat you at a game or something. Didn't I that one time in Bandcamp? Yes. yes. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, I remember. Yeah, it must have been a mistake. Yeah. Okay, so how's esports doing in South Africa? As I was saying, lockdown has probably helped you guys, if anything. I mean, 100%. Over the last, over the last year, I mean, not that it's something to be happy about, but, you know, for gamers as a whole and the, the, the industry as a whole, it's just been a, a pretty or- organic kind of transition for us. We're all used to being at home on our PCs or consoles <laughs> and talking and communicating. So, you know, a lot of non-endemic brands, and that's brands that are outside of the gaming space, um, are actually starting to move into it and have moved into it because of the lockdown and the, the lack of live live sporting events. It's it's almost like it's it's what people do now, and you're saying, well, guys, you could have been doing this 20 years ago. You should have joined the party then. Well, I mean, you say that, but esports has only really started picking up over the last 10 years, and you know, we we look at some of those esports events, a million dollar prize pools, 30 million dollar prize pools. A lot of you know, there's there's a lot more involved in in esports and yeah. gaming than than a lot of people give it credit for. Hmm. I, I was saying you've got the TV channel. Does that help, or is it still Twitch and YouTube that that gets the biggest watching now? You know, just looking at the stats from Twitch alone. If I mean, the last time I checked, in the last seven days on Twitch, the equivalent of twelve years worth of content has been consumed. <laughs> so, so as much as as much as i'd like to say that the the tv channel is a, it, it's a great it's a great space for your more traditional tv viewers and 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 people that consume tv but but nowadays including my daughter lives on her phone youtube tiktok twitch that's where all the where all the data is being consumed that's where you know it's because it's it's 24 for 7365 whatever you want to watch whatever you want to so People kind of engage with the games that they enjoy, Minecraft, FIFA, whatever it is, Fortnite, whatever they're interested in, they, that's where they're engaging. So they can go to Twitch, mm. go to YouTube, and immediately turn it on, and there's something there for them to watch. 
Right. Okay. It's yeah. It's 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 what podcasts are doing to radio. It's the same thing. If you want to listen yep. to me interviewing you, why wait until it's live when you can tomorrow listen to it anytime you want? Exactly. Okay. My guest is, by the way, Barry Luzardo, managing director and founder of Metal State. Now, there's a whole lot of acronyms here that you've thrown in. The yeah. ROG was it ROG Invitationals, and it's the third one you're putting on. What is this? The ROG Invitational, so ROG is Republic of Games. That's a, a brand in South Africa, ASUS. I'm sure you know them. You probably, everybody has a laptop or, or some form of hardware <laughs> in the PC. Yeah. So ASUS is the, is, the, is the main sponsors along with Intel and Vodacom World. And um, it is the third iteration of this. We are actually doing a new game. It's normally Counter-Strike. This time it's Rainbow Six. And the prize pool for that is 100,000 Rand. Um, where, sure. where the players are going to play over the next couple of weeks to compete against one another, and then eventually we'll have a live broadcast um, at the end of June, that last weekend of June. You make it sound very simple. How's it going to work? It, it is super simple. I mean, I, I mean the, the most difficult part comes in for the players. They obviously do their practicing. They're playing teams of five, and they'll compete against the other teams. Simple. Simple. Uh, Barry, we're losing your cell phone signal there. You just want to spin around and stick your finger in the air, maybe? Let's see if you can explain that again. All right, no, we seem to be losing Barry. We're going to try Ben. We're going to try and get him on the line, see if we can get a better line to our guest. We're talking eSports. I want to find out what Rainbow Six is as well. <laughs> you know, we know from rugby, we know from football, we know from cricket and stuff. But, yeah, we don't all know about that. There's millions of people that do, obviously. We're going to find out what these invitationals, the third one, is all about. Our guest is Barry Luzada, Managing Director and Founder of Metal State. Barry, are you there? Yeah, sorry about that. Um, okay, no worries. You're explaining, you're explaining the process of how these players are going to work. Yeah, I think, I think the first thing to point out is that it's, it's actually always free to enter. It should always be free to enter. These competitions, you just sign up for, the, for these competitions. You enter into a round robin, and you eventually get yourself into a, into a bracket and final elimination, which you know your team competes against other teams that have entered into the competition. And, and it's all pretty much easy-peasy from there. <laughs> what is what is Rainbow Six? Rainbow Six is actually Tom Clancy, famous writer, author. He wrote, wrote all those books. Um, Patriot, I think it's Patriot Games. Anyway, it's it's based off of a, a lot of the Tom Clancy um, books that have been written. It's a uh, it's operators. It's it's kind of like your espionage type of game. So you've got your it's a worldwide um, organization of operators that have special um, perks and abilities that can help them kind of infiltrate anti-terrorism groups and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's a whole it, crazy, crazy world. Okay, but it's still shoot them up It's, it's guys with yeah, guns and they're going to go and have to do things but shoot other people. It's, it's a first-person shooter, yes. Okay, all right. So I understand that. You see, it's very complicated. Now, how's this? Uh, would you say 100,000 bucks for the winning team? 100,000 rand, most definitely. That, that's, that's what's up for grabs at this point. Obviously, are the, are the guys going to get together? You know, when we see these esports events, it's massive and there's, there's lights and sound and smoke and these guys are superheroes. How are you doing it this time around? Well, well that, that's where it's different. Obviously, in the state of the world at the moment, the, the nice thing, and that's exactly why esports has kind of continued the way it has, is because they can play from home. So they'll all join onto the server online 
and we will pull that that feed, their game feed, into our broadcast, and then, like they do from a Super Sports studio, we would do mm. or SABC studio, we would pull that into onto live live um, onto Twitch, YouTube, or, or TV. Okay, so um, so just to understand, will the, the five members of the team be at their five different homes? Yes, they would. So we currently sure. the the one. Can, um, platform that a lot of gamers use nowadays is discord that's been in the news um over the last couple of months where microsoft is looking to actually acquire discord for 10 billion dollars <laughs> so, <laughs> okay small money it is i mean i mean if you look at it it's not it's not just rainbow six that we're doing we're currently doing the, the there's a fifa competition currently happening with soccer Duma and and puma where they're running a league now where competitors can play for 10,000 Rand a season, and the season is a month, sure. and 10,000 Rand in Puma merch, which is, which is just, I mean, a lot of brands that are not kind of normally associated with gaming or getting involved, an active brand like Puma. Internationally, a lot of these brands are getting involved um, in, in the inter, on the international stage. Now, all of a sudden, in South Africa, we're starting to see that. I guess I guess you can do that. I mean, there, there's like nobody would have thought that a, a cell phone company would hook up with rugby. It doesn't make sense. But if you get enough eyeballs, it makes sense that way, doesn't it? Well, exactly. I mean, if you look at the way the, the world is working now, a lot of your traditional game publishers are starting to bring out mobile mobile games. Tencent, for example, you've got PUBG Mobile, you've got Call of Duty Mobile, Fortnite is on mobile, um, League of Legends have got their own variation of a mobile game. Uh, Free Fire from uh, G- G- Garena in Singapore have got their own version of a mobile phone. And, and taking into account the data mm. that gets consumed while playing these games, <laughs> yes. it's, it's just a natural natural fit. Yeah, I, was, I saw a thing um, that Gamer Girl did where there's now you can, you can play like real-time proper shoot-em-up games because of 5G. The speed is fast enough that on your cell phone you can play, connect to a server and all you're getting is like the graphics. You don't, you're not really using the phone's power anymore. Yeah, that's uh, Google Stadia. They, they're basically using the, the processing power of all the server farms from Google around the globe and you basically, wow. it, it would be the equivalent of streaming like you would Twitch or YouTube. You're actually streaming the game, just the game to your phone so the processing power is not actually required by your, hmm. your actual device. Now, the big news is Paris 2024, the next Olympic Games after Tokyo, is going to have an eSports demonstration event, I see. Sailing is getting involved. Obviously, there have to be football and things in there as well. Yep. There was, this, is, this is the funny thing. This whole, this whole Olympics thing has been going on for a really long time with regards to whether they should put eSports and gaming into the Olympics. or whether, and, and at one point, it was kind of like, you know, gamers, gamers aren't because there's no boundaries for us, if you look at a lot of international gamers and a lot of international teams, they're made up of people from around the globe. They're made up from people all over Europe or the U.S. or South Africa, um, Africa. You know, it's, it's, there's, there's no global or, or, or localized constraints for us. We play online. So, you know, whether you're in Cape Town, Durban, PE, it doesn't matter. You're all still in one team. And, and gamers kind of looked at it and said, well, you know, when you, when you want to put us into the Olympics, let us know and we'll, we'll kind of come if you need us to come. But, <laughs> but it, it, is a, it is most certainly something that's going to be amazing for gaming and esports. It gives it the legitimacy. It starts to, you know, those official or 
sporting bodies are starting to notice mm. the, the gaming world as, as a whole. Like I said, Soccer Duma, for example, uh, a mm. massive um, publication that is revolves around normal football in or soccer in South Africa is is wanting to now look at at running their own virtual football league um with FIFA on 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 our platform. The one thing that is worrying and I know that you and I spoke about this before is the whole having to be affiliated with the official Esports Gaming Commission, yeah, to become a member of SASCOC, to be able to become a member of the Olympic Committee, that that would have to be solved in South Africa. A hundred percent. You know, ultimately, at the end of the day, gamers more often than not, this always starts off as a hobby or a or a time filler, right? It's it's something that right. they that, that that you know we all do. It's like when you're playing soccer in the park or cricket with your mates. It it eventually it's kind of like well, you know. Dimitri, you're really good at you're really good at soccer. So you know, and then it goes to the next level, and you start to eventually start to play for club, and then there's an aspiration to play for your country, and that that's that's the way it needs to go. Once we start to get this more structured and more professionalized, and a lot more brands are getting involved, and there's a lot more money coming into to the industry, it, it, the the flow will be organic, and, and that's the way it would go. Right now, mm. it, it's still a little bit what I'm in a phase of like semi-professional where there are people making money from it and some people are making some good money from it when you look at a hundred thousand rand prize pools or ten thousand rand a month that that's some decent money to make but um it, it's just about the, the the flow that needs to happen and it needs to you know it needs to also be explained to people in a, in a proper way so that they understand how it works i i did receive my national colors and represent south africa on the international stage many years ago and it, it was it's kind of like as a gamer right now when you tell people that you have you, you have colors national colors they kind of chuckle at you like it's a, like it, it would be a different story if they were sitting across the table from a victor matfield or a you know, a <laughs> <Yes. colors. laughs> you know if the three of us were sitting in a room i'd definitely not be the guy everybody knows about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be, you'd be, yeah, never mind. All right, Barry, give us details. The ROG or the, the ROG invitationals, when are we going to fire, see a finalist? What are the dates? Um, the last weekend of June, if I'm not mistaken, that's the 25th and 26th. And where do we find it? Where can we watch the action? So you will be able to watch it on twitch.tv forward slash metal state or on Jinx TV. That's the channel you were talking about earlier um, in, the, in the conversation, as well as on YouTube, Metal State YouTube. M-E-T-T-L-E. Yes. Or you could go to our website right. and that's where all the info will be there. Everything will be there. Barry Lazada, thank you very much. Director and founder of Metal State. You want to thank find out much. more, go do a search for M-E-T-T-L-E-S-T-A-T-E. Metal State. You can find out all the details there. I decide, I think I should go warm up my PC. Buy myself one of those expensive graphic cards and learn how to play games. You're with SAFM. We've got the news coming up in three minutes. DJ Finney, take us to the news.